Hi friends, you're listening to Created Podcast, and we're your hosts, Amanda, Taffy, and Emily. Every week, we'll take a deep dive into the topic of worth and identity, and how by discovering more of who God is, we can discover more of who we are created to be. No matter if you're a lifelong Christ follower, new to the faith, exploring, or skeptical, our hope as we tackle discussions around this topic is that you will find we're all not too different in our struggles. We believe there is hope, clarity, and confidence in understanding our worth and identity. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 7. Today we're going to be talking about what it means to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul and mind. But before we get into that topic, Em, we missed you last week. I know, I missed you guys too. We went up north uh, to my parents' cabin for the weekend and it was so nice to get away from the heat. Um, but yeah, it was. it left me away from you guys so that was that's always sad not having all three of us together but we at, we trekked through without you sadly <laughs> <laughs> oh no it so was don't awesome. worry <laughs> so don't worry everybody we're all back this week and um i'm very excited about this topic because last week we were talking about what it means to receive love from the lord but this week we're actually going to focus on what it means to love to love him because that is the commandment. Um, as we said, we're just going to be unpacking that um, the greatest commandment that Jesus left us, which is love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. So as we looked at what it means to receive love, because some of us have come from backgrounds where it's very hard um, to receive love. So if you don't know what that looks like, please pop on to episode six and you can hear all about that. But this episode is actually unpacking what it means to love the Lord your God with your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And we're going to look at what that looks like practically. So when you look at heart, we're going to talk about the motives, the motives of our heart. Um, when we look at the mind, we're thinking about what are we thinking when it comes to loving the Lord, our God. And when we look at our soul, we're looking at the desires, the, the fleshly desires we have, the emotions, the feelings. And when it comes to strength, we look at discipline and striving. So we all have colorful lives and are in very different seasons, all three of us. And our lives look very differently, but in that um, we have expressions of what it means to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Um, yeah, Em, why don't you just dive in and show us what that's all about. So when I think about this, it's been such a cool thing, I think, to learn how to love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, especially for me in the last, I'd say, since I had my oldest son, the Lord has really shown me through my kids how to love him unconditionally without restraint and just like the true emotion behind like what it means to love someone that much. And for anybody that does have kids, you know that like when you love your babies, there is nothing like that kind of love in the world and just I remember first having him and sitting and reveling in wow like I love my baby this much and think about like how much more God loves me and I think that alone just like 
grew my love for Jesus so much more. And now I feel like through my kids and through my everyday motherhood tasks that seem kind of mundane or just routine, I have learned to love the Lord through those things. And it's been kind of cool lately having like conversations and I feel like it's been brought up a lot lately in my life and friends' lives of just in our culture today, motherhood is kind of comes along with a lot of like negatives, like, oh, I'm so tired or, oh, like these little rascals, like they're whatever, fill in the blank. Like it comes with kind of some negative things, but terrible twos, the three dangers. Yes, exactly, exactly. But I think that like motherhood is such a gift and like we are going to have a full episode on this because it is something that I am so passionate about. Um, and I just love being a mom so much, but it is so cool to see how God has used it to show me how to love him with all of my heart. And, um, just to be fully committed. And I think that is like the biggest thing that when I think about loving the Lord with all of my heart, I think of like, I would do anything for my kids. And am I putting that kind of effort into my relationship and love for the Lord? And he's been constantly reminding me of this. And, like, I am learning how to transition from, it's still, like, I have a a four-and-a-half-year-old, and I think God's just really been working on this with me just over the last several years and adding two more kids since then. Um of just how to how to love him with all of my heart when it doesn't when my day cannot mean sitting at a desk for three hours and reading my bible or you know like devoting hours of uninterrupted prayer time and but the lord still wants that intimate relationship with me and i have learned and know that when I am invested in that, when I do make intentional time for the Lord, that my heart is filled. And in turn, I'm a better mom as well. And I think that, like, that is just the beauty of the Lord is I think he always, he always does want the best for us. And I think when we talk about the greatest commandment, which is to love him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, that we can do that like he gives us the capacity even when our lives seem like they are so full and so crazy and but but that is like the grace of the Lord and I think for me it looks like you know yes doing my Bible study but maybe it's in a time when my kids are napping or sitting quietly on the couch and I'm sitting at the table like working on my Bible study or my husband and I praying together at night before we go to bed or praying over my kids as they're playing at the park or you know talking about how good God is with friends and it's looked different in each season of my life um, especially with kids but just knowing like that God is so gracious and good in the midst of the crazy and through that has just overflowed my heart has overflowed with love for the Lord in the midst of this and seeing kids are just such a gift in so many ways and I think God uses them in such sweet pictures in the Bible. But yeah, I just, 
definitely for me, loving the Lord with all of my heart is shown kind of in like even doing the laundry. Like, God, I give this to you. I'm going to fold my 10,000th like load of Come laundry. On. Yes. <laughs> but I am going to do it with a heart of service for my family and ultimately. Yeah. For yeah. And yeah. Well, so I feel like yeah, you're pointing like out. Just, pardon? I feel like you're just pointing out the verse that talks about pray consistently like pray constantly and we always think about that as like oh yes we have to sit down for three hours or we have to do that so i think that beautiful image and you're just describing so well the character that god just wants a relationship with us he's not looking for a structure or a time like if you didn't meet with him in the morning it's not like you missed him for the entire day <laughs> like he's in he's with you and in you you know and the fact that you can commune with him when you're holding the laundry and doing something for him, but with him, you know, and like serving your family and your kids. Like it's just a beautiful picture of what a relationship and, and right. Loving the Lord with all your heart, you know, like, I just wanted to, you know, I, I just think that was beautiful yeah. the way that you. It's, it's so good. And like, even when you were talking, Emily, it just reminded me of um, just like I know we, we were talking about this and one thing that is so beautiful as um, as I was just going through your bio and one of the things you said was my heart's desire was to be a mom. Like that was your thing. You were like, Lord, this is what I want to do. And I feel like in this generation and this, this day and age, um, we look at being a mom as a second class citizen, you know, like, like it's just like, there's like everything else and then being a mom like it's kind of like a tag on but actually we forget that that is a full-on ministry a gift a beautiful gift that god has has given has given us and i think just seeing you walk it out with your children see how how beautiful you are with your children like i didn't know that that was one of your desires until i read your bio but i am blessed every time i see you interacting with your kids i am blessed every time as <laughs> because obviously we catch up and you know we're on this three-way call the three of us and and me and Amanda, we don't have little children running around. Amanda soon will. But we don't have children running around. But in the midst of Emily being so present with us in our conversation, she's like sorting out the kids. She's doing this. She's doing that. She's doing 101 things. But still present with us. We're still seen. We're still heard. And I think um, for just the moms that are out there and that might be listening to this, whether you're a young mom, whether you're a mom that's been doing it for such a long time, um, if someone is standing in front on the pulpit preaching, you're doing the exact same thing when you're in your house and you're interacting with your children. You know, just the way that you're loving your children, even in the midst of the frustration, is a ministry in itself because you're raising the next generation to be effective when they go out into the different areas that they're in. That's your children. That's generations to come. So I... I think even in this moment, I just really wanted to affirm you in that and affirm moms that are listening that that is a ministry that is beautiful. That is, you know, that God looks at because as we are seeing God's character within our children, we are loving him with our heart, soul and mind. And we're, we're learning more of who he is because Jesus even said in the word, let the little children come. You know, and just the pureness of how he keeps directing children, the innocence that they have. And that's, you know, it's a lot of what you you said em, about just the innocence and just seeing your children growing. And um, yeah, but in the midst of that, you know, um, how does it affect your identity? Because yeah, yeah, I, I like think it almost, 
and then like I love what. No, it's totally okay. I just laugh. For anyone that's listening who maybe like doesn't hasn't read our or like about us, we're all in three different places. So when we record these episodes, Emily's in Arizona, I'm in Florida, Taffy's in England. So when we record, sometimes it takes like two seconds for us to think off on someone else talking. But I was just piggybacking off of Taffy saying like with like in that the question that Taffy asked. Like, do you feel like it's changed your, as you've loved the Lord or learned how to love him with all of your heart, has that changed your identity from maybe how you were seeing yourself before kind of practicing those things? Has that shifted, like maybe even the before and after type? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I feel like identity and motherhood is something that I have always been very conscious of. Um, and the Lord has really always put on my heart because I have always wanted to be a mom so badly. But I love the Lord so much that I I just never want my kids to be my identity. And I think that a lot of times, like, and I know so many women who love the Lord so much. And I know one day I'll be there and probably struggle just as much. But, like, when your kids leave, it's so hard. And I know when my kids leave, it's going to be so hard. But... My prayer is that my identity is found solely in the Lord, that no matter what happens in my life surrounding, specifically in this topic, my kids, that that is where I find my true worth. And I think that that is something that the Lord has constantly been like, just sweet and tender, reassuring to my heart of find your identity in me. And I think that like, kind of what you were saying, man, like, has it changed or grown I think through life the Lord in his kindness continues to show us more and more of who we are in him and so in that way yes I think that my identity has changed or grown since then but I think more it's just like that uh, that affirmation of like and just sweetness of I love my kids and think about how much God loves me and in turn that is what like deeply roots my identity in Christ and who he says that I am um yeah I and even in your kids you're loving the Lord right you know and that's like, my goal right is to, back to him, you know yeah that's my goal is I want my kids at the end of my life to say like mom loved Jesus with all of her heart and she loved us so much you know like I want it to be like she loved Jesus first and she loved us with with everything um, okay. Anyways, I could talk about being a mom and my babies forever. <laughs> I love it. But Mandy, you are about to become a mom yourself, yes. and in, our, yes. in a little bit different season of your life, what what is God teaching you or showing you about how to love Him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength? Yeah. So I am currently. Well, I'm almost 37 weeks as we record. So we are inching our way to the final days before meet our little man but I think we're all kind of touching maybe on a different aspects of heart soul mind and strength and for me it's really been in this season as I've like been transitioning a focus on loving the Lord with my mind and my soul more so as we go back kind of up the definitions that Taft had mentioned earlier so like mind is thoughts and then soul is, you know, our desires, fleshly desires, our emotions, or our feelings, or our desires that the Lord gives us, right? And I really think that I uh, have more been 
convicted and the Lord's just really revealed to me sweetly again that some, sometimes he's really direct with me and sometimes he's sweet with me. Lately it's been sweet, I think, because my emotions are all over the place. Um, but um, really, I have recognized that in my thought life and, and in my emotions, as I've been preparing and shifting out of this season, knowing that we are about to meet our baby, our life is really going to change. There's so much of the unknown. And my situation is maybe a little bit different than Emily's or I easily can compare myself to Emily's life. Um, or even like my friends around me, just knowing my husband works and not in, I mean, not normal hours for most people. <laughs> little extra hours normally he's gone early in the morning and home into the or you know into the evening and gone longer days we don't have family around us and uh I mean but God has been so gracious with our community and all the things but I recognize I really was starting to feel or recognize in this season as I'm kind of transitioning allowing these thoughts into my head or even just praying like Lord I pray that you give me strength that I pray for help or I just and he just kind of subtly had stopped me and just been like hey, these are not bad things to pray for, but you're kind of just praying out of fear. When we talk about loving the Lord with all of our mind and our soul, so like our emotions and our thoughts, these are, I was focusing so much more on my lack and focusing on my fear than I was focusing, like when we love someone, right? All of our thoughts are, are consumed about the character of who they are. My thoughts were not consumed of his character. My thoughts were consumed in my fears or my doubts of that I was capable to be able to do it. And I'm not talking on my own because my husband is most definitely going to be a very involved parent. He's an amazing man and husband. But I think as as moms, Emily, maybe you can attest to, like, it does shift. It is different for a mom yes. at home. For sure. myself, especially with the newborn, you do feel a little bit more, again, I haven't experienced it for myself, just lots of friends around me who have said, you do go through a little bit of like, feeling a little bit more isolated in those Absolutely. things. Absolutely. Not having my sister or my mom just around the corner or my, my mother-in-law, you know, no one uh, family-wise. So with that, then the Lord in return was like, why don't you look at it as an invitation for you to experience me in a deeper and more meaningful way. I can look at it as a pity party and not be loving the Lord with my thoughts and my soul and like letting my emotions go rampant. Or I can look and, and see his character to be true and then submit my fears to him. I can submit just all of these maybe doubts that I'm having and trust that his character is true and train and we were talking about in the last episode receiving <laughs> like I have needed to receive the love of the Lord over who I am over my life over his promises I am not alone he is the one that sustains me I don't even have to have the strength if I don't have it I get to come to him and ask for it like or I get to come and just be in his presence and receive who he is to sustain me I don't have to have everything all together and I think that that is the beauty of our relationship with the Lord so for me, it's been this process of committing to receiving him. And then in that, training my thoughts and my mind and my emotions to truly loving him that way. Like we can love him through our thoughts and our emotions. And that flexion is, is saying love is an action, right? Like all of these things that we're talking about are all action words. So it's not something that we don't constantly chase, especially in marriage or in friendship. Like you have to 
choose oftentimes, not the feeling that you're experiencing, but choose what's loving to that friend or choose what's loving in your marriage. So I think that that is really something in this season of transition of almost meeting our sweet baby. The Lord has just really kind of rooted and shown me like, hey, what does it look like to love me with your mind and your soul, even in the midst of this? Because I think that that has just, you know, affected how I have approached him or just related with him lately in my life. So yeah, yeah. I'd say that's how it kind of has looked different for me right now. I like that. I like that we are all in different seasons. And uh, for me, it's... Um... It looks different as well. Uh, definitely do not have kids running around um, all over. Do not have a child that is coming along the way. <laughs> but actually, in terms of ministry and in terms of just what my calling looks like in this season, it, it looks very different. Um, I've moved. Well, I haven't moved. I'm just kind of temporarily in the UK at the present moment. Um, <laughs> and I am not in Papua New Guinea um, with the missions organization that I work with but as I said temporarily but in that I have learned how to adjust in a different way um, I've just um, started working um, just gone back to working and in that the other day I was in the shower and when I was I was doing all my stuff with with YWAM and with missions I obviously I was had different time zones so when it came to spending time with God when it came to my quiet times it was so flexible because you know I could have a meeting at 3 a.m in the morning so my quiet time could be at midday uh, but now that I am working you know I'm working from nine to five so <laughs> there's there's really much I really need to have my quiet time I need to spend time with God um, in the morning and have that structure and the other day I was in the shower and I was like Lord I'm just not used to this kind of structure but God was reminding me that in different seasons that I've walked in my the dynamics of intimacy with him have had to shift and change and look differently and I know like a lot of you can testify you know when you're a teenager the way you spend time with God it's really different to what it's like when you are single and working or when you then have a new relationship or you know it it doesn't take away from the intensity and the intimacy with God it just looks a little bit different and in this time God was reminding me again it looks a little bit different and um, not being able to serve in YWAM or not serving full-time um serving just a little part-time um so not serving fully has <laughs> not serving fully has made me um when it talks about love the lord your god with all your strength and we talked about strength being coming from a place of striving and god has had to remind me that in this season even though I'm not at the forefront of ministry, how am I cultivating the time that I have with him? So one of the things that um, a lot of people who are close with me always love to hear me say, well, they don't love to hear me say, they hear me say this, especially when I'm not being a really nice human. They don't think I'm not being a nice human, but my brain and my thoughts tell me I'm not being a nice human. You know those areas? where you're smiling, but inside you're going, can you get me out of here? I don't want to be here right now. So in those moments I go, 
whoa, Taffy, you are not being a nice person. And I'm just like, wow, I need more of Jesus in my life. And in those moments when I stay, say the statement, I need more of Jesus in my life, it's actually me saying, I haven't been spending enough time with God so that in the midst of being around his people, I am a reflection of who the Father is. And I know we can all testify to that in moments where we are not representing God very well. Because when you love someone, you represent them well, right? Husband, people who have husbands. When, <laughs> for those who are listening, you have your husbands, you know. When you love your husband, the way you present that person to other people isn't a good light, isn't a good way. And in those moments when I'm having conversations and interacting with people and I become very selfish in my thoughts, in my heart, we talked about loving the Lord, the Lord your God with all your heart. What is my heart motivation when I am surrounded by his people? Am I reflecting the father's heart or am I actually just being consumed by me and what I need? So really in this season, I've been very challenged that even though I'm not at the forefront of ministry, what's happening in my mind? Is my mind loving God very well? What's happening in my heart? Is my heart being a reflection of who God is? Or is it a being a reflection of who selfish Taffy is? Because, you know, we can all testify that we can be that, right? You know, sometimes and it's like, no, I just need more of Jesus in my life. I need more time to spend in his word and be reminded who God is so I can reflect that in my everyday life. Um, yeah. I love what you said, Taff, and I think we've all kind of touched on it, but mm -hmm. I think one of the kind of key things or something that we all value is, like you said, you realize, like, your time with the Lord had to change to the morning before you went to work so that you could kind of like get your mind and set your day right. And Amanda, you talked about like your quiet time and mine's look different like throughout kind of sometimes it's first thing if I'm really doing well and sometimes it's later in the day. But when I think like I was just thinking about this, when, when you love someone, you want to spend time with them and you want to grow in your relationship with them. And I think that that, like, the Word of God and the access that God gives us through His Holy Spirit is something that we need to just realize and be so thankful that, like, we have the ability to be intimate with God like we are with our friends and our family that are standing right in front of us. And I think that it is important and something I've realized in my own life, too, is when I am not even in the midst of being busy with my kiddos, if I am not setting time aside to even just listen to daily audio Bible while I'm doing the dishes or allowing God's word to just like penetrate my mind and my heart, even if it's not sitting down and physically opening my Bible, like oh, listening to God's word, spending time in prayer, I think that those are the things that like, really allow us to love the Lord with all, like with everything that we're talking about, with your heart, with your mind and your strength. It's loving him because we have a relationship with him. And um, ultimately, like that is, that is what like propels us to 
desire that and to play that out in our lives. So good. Yeah. With all the different things that we have looked at, and we pray that as you're listening to this, that your heart desires to open more of your word. We pray that as you've been hearing the different seasons that we are in and the different ways that we have um, experienced what it means to walk out, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. We pray that in the in the, in hearing this, that you're encouraged and you're inspired to read more of your Bible. But in that, we, we have a few things that we would love for you to um, be asking yourself, you know. Are you in this season doubting the gift that God has placed inside of you? You know, um, I'm sure showed, you know, shared a bit about what it means to be a mom and just how she is finding the joy in that season. You know, Amanda was talking about, you know, this transition season that she is in. In the midst of all of that, God has given us specific gifts. And in those gifts that he has placed inside of us, let us not doubt, you know, what it means to walk in love with the Lord and loving him in the season you're in, you know, are you loving him well in the season that you're in? You know, I had to ask myself that question. Am I loving God well in the season that I'm in? And yeah, I found myself lacking in a few areas and I said, yeah, there's a few things that need to change in this season because my heart towards the people around us was not pure and was not a reflection of who the Father was. And in that time, I had to go back to the Word and say, come on, I need more of Jesus, because in my own strength, I cannot love well. But with Jesus, we can love so much better. So we pray that you're encouraged. We hope that you can stick around for the challenge um, of the week. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, the challenge for the week is, uh, as we are a community that is devoted to going deep and being vulnerable um, and sharing just our struggles that we're not uh, fearful to come and lean on one another, our challenge is to, if as uh, Taffy asked uh, just some of those questions at the end about uh, where you're at with loving the Lord in the season that you're in, if you're trying to figure out what that looks like for you, or if you're kind of just struggling where you are at, our challenge is to actually reach out to a trusted friend um, or someone in your community, your circle, a mentor, and just share that. Just share, hey, like, I'm recognizing it's it's been hard for me to love the Lord in this season, or, um, you know, walk out maybe in, with your heart mind and strength uh, and just ask for wisdom and prayer and just being able to be vulnerable and be encouraged by someone or if you do feel like you are in just a sweet spot with the Lord and you have been you know had the ability to just love him well in this season we really want to encourage you to reach out to someone who maybe you see is not doing as well or you can just see that they are struggling through a season in their life or um, something like that or if you don't have someone like that in your life then to encourage like be the overflow of what you're receiving from the Lord just encourage the people around you uh, so that is your challenge for great and we have our prayer challenge for this week and as we were talking about loving God um, a very good place for you to start in that is Psalm 8. Psalm 8 basically talks about 
the character and nature of who God is. So this week we pray that as you are spending time in your prayer closet or just having those moments of praying consistently that you would open your Bible and you'll begin to pray out Psalm 8. You read it, be inspired and just pray out, declare who God is in your life and fall even more gloriously in love with our Lord and Savior. So I'm going to pray for us this week and yeah, we hope that you've had a great time with us. We have enjoyed being with you this week. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are God and you are good. We thank you that you loved us first and you drew us into this place of love for you and our natural reaction and desire is that we would love you in return and we would love you well with our heart, soul, mind and strength. So Heavenly Father, we pray for each and every person that is listening today that Lord, they would be drawn closer to you Lord, that they would know you in a greater way that as they journey in whatever season that they are in, that they would grow deeper in love with you and love you with everything that is inside of them. We thank you, Lord. In your holy and precious name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to The Creative Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to whatever platform you are listening on. You can find us at created.podcast on Instagram and also on our website, youarecreated.com. Hope you join us next week, but until then, don't forget, you are created.